We are, we the people of Maryland. Our mission is to advocate for your right to control your livelihood, your property, your family, and your destiny. Our vision is to provide an organized outlet for Americans who are frustrated by government overreach. Thank you for listening to the Live Free, Die Last podcast. Good evening, Harford County. This is another episode of the Live Free, Die Last podcast put out by the We The People Studios. As always, we're floating high above Harford County in the Freedom Pod. Tonight on my right, we have the Josh. Good evening, Patriots. Glad to be back. So we're just going to kind of touch on a few things tonight. There's been a lot of uh, news stories that we haven't talked about, some stuff that we need to go into more depth on, but we're going to just try to start out with the big picture and then we'll hit Maryland and kind of bring it around locally this time, a little different than we usually do. Try to end on a positive note, but if you have been paying attention, those of you that don't get sucked into the uh, mainstream mockingbird media, the issue of masks and lockdowns appears to be back on the table. Yes, they say, no, no, we're not doing that. But, uh, Josh, we all know with what they're talking about that that's we, – we think that's what's coming. Yeah, I don't believe that they they will do it, but they're threatening right now. And that's the issue. Of they're trying to you know, stir the pot, um, get people all up in arms, um, get them distracted. Really, we need to continue to focus in on our freedom and our liberty. Yeah, I'm not sure that it's not a look over here while we do something else over here type thing. Um, We've got big issues of war and, um, you know, a a lot of silly laws that they're putting into place. Yeah, and as I said, they're they're not holding back. You had Fauci, I think it was last week, asking the Biden administration for strict lockdowns for the unvaccinated this winter. I mean, here we go again. Fauci's still around? I mean... He's he's absolutely been proven to be a liar and a cheat and a thief. And I mean, none of the stuff that he said made any sense. No, he literally is coming out of the basement just like Biden did. You know, it's he, he went away for a while. And now he's back and he's trying to put his foot down. He's irrelevant. Um, if nobody can see that, you know, over the past three years of, of him spewing his his disru- uh, disruption and his div- divisiveness, um, he should be on trial. I agree. Uh, I mean, they've had study after study showing that masks and lockdowns are harmful to people. They don't help anyone. They're harmful. And here he is again saying he wants now it's a strict lockdown for the unvaccinated this winter. Why? Because the unvaccinated are the only ones not getting sick. You want to lock us in the house now? Well, he also wants to double down. He wants to un- he wants to lock everybody down until everyone is vaccinated. Not oh, going to happen. Yeah. So the, the vaccinated zombies can all try to force the unvaxxed into getting the jab, the death jab. Mm-hmm. And then you have Biden tripling down on this, and he's requesting funding for a new uh, vaccine that's going to work this time, he says. Yeah, I can tell you none of this is going to happen. We're all done. And it's not just us now. There's tons of people that have woke up. A lot of the people that used to listen to the Mockingbird Media are awake. We're done. We are done with you. Keep trying, but we're done. And this is not a hateful speech. No. We're all about our freedom and our liberty, you know. We got through the last lockdowns as a society. We were able to, um, we were able to band together and say we're done with this stuff. Get the masks off our kids. You know, whatever we have to do. We've learned, 
And if they try to do it a second time, it's not going to end well. Yeah, they've just showed us how to resist us, what they've done. So uh, I think people are kind of getting tired of talking about that. We're done. We're done with you. You warmongering, fear mongering government idiots. So let's get something a little closer to home now, Um, because elections are a big deal here. We've got uh, President Trump basically on trial in a few places for daring to question the election. That's basically what he's on trial for. Um, They say questioning the election is is trying to change the outcome or something ridiculous that they've gone to. So now if you question something, you're a criminal. Yeah. Well, and taking that right back to um, the flu um, that we were just talking about, you know, this is the election flu coming back around. You know, I, I see that's what's happening. You know, we're talking about, right. you know, in a couple of years we have elections. Um, so they're going to get started early and now they're going to attack um, even from the local side, even here in, in the state of Maryland is going to put their foot down on, you know, what is acceptable when you're when you're questioning an election? Oh, the state of Maryland's horrible. I mean, absolutely horrible. Um, the election board just recently quietly changed the rules. You want to tell them what they did, Josh? Yeah, um, this was from an article in the Gateway Pundit. Um, and Kate Sullivan, a local um, patriot, who we hope to have here on the podcast and maybe at a look, uh, an upcoming meeting. That'd be great. Um, <clears throat> she was interviewed. And basically, the title of the article is Maryland Election Board Quietly Changes Rules, Threatens Legal Action Against Those Who Challenge Elections Based on Voter Rolls. So first thing is, what is a voter roll? Well, so the voter rolls are the, are the voter registration list, the list of actively registered voters who can vote in an upcoming election. Uh, our team used those to do canvassing, and that's how they found a lot of the election anomalies. That's how they know that the election was rigged, that the election was stolen. It's really, people don't understand it. Wow, what evidence do you have? There's a ton of evidence. And if you've been out knocking on doors, it's really easy to see. The problem is none of your elected officials care to see it. They they are part of the problem. And what really needs to happen is cleaning up of these voter rolls. There's so many people on these lists that aren't active um, or there might be five people voting from one residence and only two people living there. Those are the things that need to be talked about and cleaned up with. But with this new, um, I shouldn't say law because it's been added to Comar, but it makes it you know illegal for us to question what's going on in using factual and factual data that's provided by the state. Yeah, the only source that of, of really finding, well, one of the best sources for figuring out that the, the elections are rigged is to take the voter rolls and go knock on doors and talk to people. So now, if you request that data, there's a part in the that's been added to Comar that says, I will not use this data for investigations into an illegal or suspected illegal infractions or violations of voters' behavior in a specific election. It's illegal to look into things that are illegal. Yeah. Well, one loophole, they're saying specific election. I'm talking about all of them. You know, if, if I have a question about all the elections, does that make it okay? I, ah. I, I want you to use this list and look at all these elections and tell me, you know, is it right or is it wrong? And is, is there violations happening? You know, and they, they're trying to provide a violation for the people that are just trying to, you know, get a fair election. Yeah. And Maryland is horrible. And, and with Westmore, it's even worse. We've talked about the ties of Westmore to the local people and, um, it's it's really tiresome. He he's a petty tyrant, is what he is, and they're setting him up to be the petty tyrant of the United States of America. Because obviously, Joe Biden, all he wants to do is lick his ice cream cone and uh, <laughs> you know change his diaper and go to bed because he doesn't even know what planet he's on. Obama two point I guess. 
Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but, you know, well, only we're not sure that. Well, maybe, there's a lot more to question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 we might see Big Mike, the return of Big Mike, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, Westmore, he's taken us in the state of Maryland down the path of, of destruction. We know that. We can see it day in and day out. Further down the path. Larry Hogan was running us down there. There you go. Thanks for clarifying that because, yeah, Larry Hogan, I know. Um, we got on him quite a bit during the lockdowns because he tuned us all out. But there was things happening in his administration behind closed doors that, you know, it's disturbing the potential ties that we have here in Harford County. But people, these are the things that mainstream media aren't talking about. But you have Larry Hogan going on, you know, the Democrat um, Mockingbird Media, as you say, every single weekend, you know, bashing the GOP and threatening that he's going to run again. He was, did it again this weekend. That guy's irrelevant. He needs to go away. Um, and Well, the only thing he's relevant for is for, you know, child sex and pedophilia and kidnapping. It seems like a lot of the people that are associated with him are going down or at least being investigated. Uh, there's an awful lot of smoke there. And um, it's been happening for a long, long time. Yeah, since the early 90s. What was what was his aide? Um, Kevin, Kevin Lee Hall, I believe his name was, um, back in the early 90s, he was arrested for kidnapping a child and raping a child from Baltimore. Ooh, that's uh, awful. Yeah. And, um, you know, people don't really know that about, you know, Larry Hogan and his associations. You know, they, it continues. Um, how many people remember Judge Newell off the Eastern Shore? This gentleman died before he was even arrested. But again, the stories that are coming out. <laughs> Is he um, the one that shot himself in the head twice? Yes, yeah, with a forty-five in the head mm. or in the face twice um, during an yeah. FBI raid. Mm-hmm. It, sounds quite familiar. It sure does. Um, so, so, so what, what, McGrath. Um, they can't tell if he shot himself in the head or if the FBI shot him first. I guess they're shot in the head twice story went over like a lead balloon so they kind of came up with something else that was dis- disturbing i mean rather disturbing so if you get a medical examiner's opinion and they say that we don't know if the bullet that roy mcgrath shot or the bullet that the fbi fbi agent shot is the one that killed them so we're just going to let the fbi agent go why do you shoot somebody in the head when they're committing suicide well, he was going to stop him from killing himself by shooting him yep. that's that's the genius of the uh DOJ now. I mean, and people are letting that slide. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, I think it's time to close the three-letter agencies. I agree. You know, and it, and it continues with the child sex trafficking. Um, a, a senior advisor to Larry Hogan was recently investigated, or is being investigated, um, for child sex trafficking. Ron Gunsberger. Um, and it continues as recently as this past Wednesday, um, August twenty twenty-three. A gentleman named by uh, Luis Brunda. He was the Secretary of State under Hogan, and he was arrested for being uh, and being held without bond for solicitation of a minor. This is not just one or two different things. This has been happening and shows has been happening for decades. Yeah, we've got a lot of things going on, sick things around Larry Hogan, and of course, uh, you know Barry Glassman has strong ties to Hogan, as do most of the elected officials in in and around Harford County. And um, I never hear him talking about this stuff. Is that it's you know they're not denouncing it. In fact, uh, you know they were they were all over him trying to 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 get his appointed person in. Maybe maybe there's uh, some smoke in Harford County too. Yeah, not not accusing anybody, but there's a lot of questions that are sitting out there. And no, there's no accusations, but there's a lot of smoke. Yep. Um, for one, 
there was recently, I think we, sh- we can talk about this. Um, there was a social media post that had been confirmed by the Bel Air Police Department um, as being investigated. It was two gentlemen at a local store um, that were accused of trying to surveil and abduct um, a lady and her child, not only in the store, but also outside of the store. Yeah, it was a scary story if you read it. And the scary thing is, um, just last week during an interview, the Harford County Sheriff's Department had no idea. Yeah, everybody. What was going on. Everybody else knows, but they don't. Isn't that kind of their job to know what's going on? Yep. And, and instead of worried about politics, maybe they should be worried about fighting crime. And why aren't the different police departments here locally working together and having the same information? Um, yeah, I mean, the rumor is that the sheriff and the and the top dog in Bel Air don't get along, and that's why there's a lot of these issues of lack of communication. I don't know that to be a fact or not. It's just a rumor. That's a fair, fair assumption. Um, Very well wrong. could be. Um, and it continues. Um, you know, we talk about the potential pedophilia uh, ties to Hartford County. I mean, months ago we've had, um, we've had gang members, you know, come in and, and rape and kill um, an autistic um, oh, yeah. lady in our community. And this is, it's, Again, just like Larry Hogan, it's been happening. It's been happening. It's been happening here in Hartford County, but it's starting to happen more and more and more. Yeah, we had that young lady killed on the trail. And, um, you know, in the beginning, it's everybody's safe. And then it's, well, this might be uh, a possible serial killer, I think, is what the police talked about. I, I don't know. Yeah, and I think we've talked about this a couple times here. And, you know, not to beat a dead horse here, but this is disturbing. You know, we have a fugitive on the loose. We don't know if he's here in Maryland, Hartford County, um, back in California. There's so many questions. Um, there's also no updates. There's, I would say there's a you know, fair to midland chance that he was illegally here, too. Again, the, things are lining up to, to support that accusation. Yeah, so where's our sheriff and where's our county council? And where's everybody calling for the end of illegal immigration and to ship the illegals out of here? I don't hear any of it. You know, we know Wes Moore's not going to stay. It says that he loves these illegals. And, I, and, and I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Harford County looks like Biden country. It is Westmore and Biden country. And it's not because the people want that, it's because the idiots that you've elected are making that happen. They will not stand up to these people. In fact, they're carrying their water for them. Yep. And it's not just the, this pedophilia and child, child sex trafficking and abductions. Um, you look at some of the, the crime here. Last week in Dublin, a bank got robbed. Um, there was a murder suicide in Joppa town last weekend or two weekends ago where, um, in a local oh. apartment complex in Joppa town, um, a couple people came up from Baltimore and ended up, there was three people shot and then a suicide afterwards. So four fatalities in one incident. Um, and again, I'm not accusing the apartments, you know, that, but that is an argument that we want to see a study for high density housing and the impact on violent crimes. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious when you get a lot of people from other areas that aren't used to the same way of life and being quiet and uh, minding their own business, that things going to get out of hand. So, And we talk about, you know, the violence in our schools, but it's spewing out into the streets as well. Again, within the past two weeks, a juvenile uh, fatally stabbed another juvenile in Habit Grace. Yeah, it's sick. And again, it's very sad what's going on, um, but there's things that we can do. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we need to, to limit our development to the point where not only the roads and uh, the, the services, and but, but the, also the law enforcement, you know, they need to be able to have a grip on this stuff. 
I don't want to hear that this is a federal issue. You know, no, it's happening in our community and we need to make sure that we're addressing it. And that t- starts with talking about it. It starts not hiding. Yeah. It. How about with the council? They're all, they're happy to talk about all kind of dumb stuff, but nobody wants to bring this up. They're, 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 they're disgusting. If you want to know the truth. Well, you bring up overdevelopment and again, trying to bring this into a positive light. Um, I hate that we're having to do this, but tomorrow night or this upcoming week, um, September the 5th, the council's back from their summer break and they're coming right out and they have two things on their agenda. They have uh, bill 23-026, which is a zoning code amendment to the warehouses and 23-027, which is the reintroduction of the apartments in B3, the general business district um, legislation that failed um, at the last session. Yeah. So that's Tuesday, September 5th. 7.30, I believe. 7.30. The black box. And it'll be interesting to see. Council chambers. Uh, yeah, the beautiful black box, I should yeah, say. Yeah, I'd like to see a lot of people out there and let them know how they feel because, you know, at least one of the council members has a pretty weak memory when he said, well, nobody opposed the apartments before. Right. Yeah, and he was called out on that it. one. But I wouldn't want to see who's going to be introducing these bills, what these bills are going to be like, um, what, especially the apartment bill. What are they changing? Um and who's going to have amendments? Um, this one can have some impact, but it's it can't be delayed. And it's going to have to be a very good bill coming through to have any impact in within our community. And then back to the, the warehouse bill. I want to see what the new um, square footage max is going to be in this legislation. Is it going to be a million square feet? Is it going to be 250,000 square feet? You know, what is the maximum going to be allowed for a warehouse um, with this amendment, I can't see warehouses bringing in a lot of money in the future either. I mean, more, it's so hard to find help. They're going to end up having robots and things that don't have any impact on the local economy other than what the warehouse brings in. And that'll be rooted to other places. You're exactly correct. And it's this tax increase and all these employment uh, opportunities that some of the council are, are talking about. It's fake, uh, fake numbers. Um, Absolutely. We'll get the garbage. And they'll, you know, the company will will get the profit. I'm all for business, but that's not the kind of businesses we need around here. It's not sustainable. No. And it it brings a lot of traffic and congestion and problems. Look, I got a question that that's not on our list tonight, but do they have enough water in Hickory for all these apartments they're building? Or are they going to have to build a water tower or two? And if they do, who pays for that? Do the builders contribute to that? Or is that all on we the people? I think that's we the people, and um, those are the things that if that's if that's going to be having to happen in that uh, that little community there, that just shows the poor planning um, and just forcing through projects it's and worse, rubber stamping. Yeah, it's worse than poor planning. It is intentionally destroying the county to benefit those that have contributed to your campaigns because you found ways to funnel that money into your own pockets. Ding ding, ding ding, and again. These people need to start standing up. They need to be doing what's right. I've heard a lot of um, talks around the schools, you know, getting out of the, the smut in our schools and the indoctrination. I, I will like to make a quick side note here. Now that schools are back in session, I've been hearing that there's been a lot of gender ideation um, surveying happening again this year. I want to remind the parents, you That's can put illegal. your foot down. Yes, one, that is illegal, but two, File your opt-out forms. Get your children away from these this indoctrination. It's very simple. You just need to go on record and provide that information that you're going to avoid and you're going to take your child and opt them out of the the health uh, classes that are going to be talking about 
the over-sexualization of our children. And again, not going down into that rabbit hole. We've talked about it so many times. I just wanted to remind parents as the new year starts, make sure your, your documents are up to date and your children are um, not being indoctrinated with the smut. Yeah, and it's time for the board to get rid of Bolson. It's time for you to go. I've heard county officials, oh, he seems like a nice guy. Shut up. Have you seen what this guy's doing to our school? Nice guy. I, makes me so mad. I, I don't even want to talk to a county official that says that. I don't even want to talk to this um, Bolson until he puts his foot down and says, hey, guys, we have an over- overpopulation issue right now, and we need to introduce a building moratorium and, or reduce our capacity to 100%. So well, the place he's going to put his foot down is walking out the door. Right. Well, and... And back to what you said, you know, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's just there to play ball with with the rest of these people. Um, So currently legislation says if a school hits 110% capacity, there's an immediate building moratorium. Um, Why 10% over? Because what you have to have a bunch of uh, trailers out in front of the schools. Right. And what that actually means is you can still build a community up to five homes. You can't build anything larger than that. So why are we waiting to 110%? That Capacity is 100%. So both on the school board and the county council side, they need to come together and fix this issue. Because if you look around right now, majority of the overpopulation is happening in the elementary schools. And you talk about Perryman. You know, Perryman has an issue with the warehousing and everything like that. But their schools actually are over capacity as well. Um, Faustin is over capacity. And I wanted to bring up a secondary note to this. Last year... I'm going to specifically look at Youth Benefit Elementary, one of the newest elementary schools in Harford County. It was at capacity 100% last year. It's 1,120 students. They were projecting for this year only 10 more students, 1,130. But when it all came, when it came time to go back to school, it was 1,140. Mm. It's only 10 students. But when you start talking about 10 students, mm-hmm. it went from 100% capacity now to 102% capacity. So that number keeps growing and growing and growing. But what is an actual good number to use? We have to wait till the school year starts. So that goes back to 100% is 100%. We don't want our children in closets getting um, an education. We don't want class sizes over 30, 35 children. So there are things on a positive note that we can have our elected officials. It's just, do they have, what's the right word? Um do they have the the fortitude to actually stand up and do what's right for our community? Nope. <laughs> so, so let's talk about the schools a little bit more. In Florida, uh, the recently, I think it was last week or the week before, a pastor was thrown out of a meeting for reading the porn. And the porn he was reading was directly from a book that was in the schools. The good news is that Governor Ron DeSantis had instituted a law in Florida where if a parent is prevented from reading materials that are in the school, those materials must be immediately removed from the school. So we've had people thrown out for trying to read those materials to the council. Um, those material, I, I think that is a great rule. If that material is not suited for council or board meetings, it needs to be removed from the schools. It's common sense. Like literally that makes the most sense to me. And don't book, understand why. Again, I go right back to 110 percent. Right, we're yeah. book burners. If you're going to throw somebody out, and I remember the council meeting, I remember the board of education meeting, and you watch all these meetings that are being shared on video, whether it be social media or wherever, and you're, they're going viral. 
we experienced this in Hartford County. Like this is the most grassroots efforts happened two years ago. Um, and they weren't very nice when they were trying to remove these people for, for, um, reading this. So again, it's sad, but your elected officials in Hartford County are bad. They're just as bad as the ones in the white house. Um, perhaps worse because they're local here and they look to you, look at you in the face and they lie to you. So, but we don't want to keep going down the dark rabbit holes because people get sad. And part of what the government's trying to do is make people sad and make people hopeless and want to give up. But what they've done is they've woken people up. People are, are and not the, the woke in the bad way. People are actually waking up to what's really going on. Um, the corruption, they're questioning what's happening in Maui. So now they've, you know, you're not supposed to ask questions about that. You mentioned to me earlier that the the Burning Man Festival has a bunch of people locked in. Yep. Um, there's some really sick, evil stuff going on. If you don't think that there's demons and that there's evil on this planet, you are sadly mistaken. And most of it's running the government. Local, state, national, globally, it's it's happening everywhere. And as people wake up, know that there's 10 more people, you know, that are doing the same thing or have been, you know, standing shoulder to shoulder. This community is the one that can fix this um, and fix these issues that we talked about today. And, and that's just literally question everything. Yep. You, you are, it's necessary to start paying attention. It's necessary to start questioning things. It's important that we all keep telling each other and encouraging each other and be here for each other. Cause the, there's a lot of signs, um, banking failures and all sorts of things that we'll talk about with a couple experts later on another program. But there's a lot of turmoil coming, but we don't have to suffer if we're all, um, you know, trusting in God and our friends and start working together to make this nation a better place. Amen. Every crooked move you make, every corrupt breath you take, we'll be watching you.